Hi, I'm Joel Applebaum, the Chief Content Officer for ERMI. I'm here with Donna Wright, ERMI's Agricultural Product Manager, and we're so pleased to have with us Rich Halleck. He's the Vice President of the Greenspan Company Adjusters International. And today, we're going to talk about getting coverage after disasters strike. Rich talks and teaches at our uh, conferences about wildfires in California and how they've caused markets to limit coverage. But what we're going to focus on today is turning adversity into opportunity. Rich, you're a very engaging instructor at our ERMI AgriCon, so I'd like to welcome you. Welcome. Thank you, Donna. Thank you, Joel. Thanks for having me. Sure, no problem. I got to put this little disclaimer in because I, I think the audience needs to know this, that you know, Greenspan Adjusters Company uh, International is a supporter of ERMI. You're also there teaching classes, you personally, you're an exhibitor, and you thankfully um, stepped up and became a silver sponsor of our conferences this year. So thank you very much for actively participating and supporting ERMI with your sponsorship and your hard work to help make our conferences a place where, uh, you know, everybody can get together, solve industry and uh, issues and, and build relationships. So thanks again. And uh, let's, let's, let's get started. <laughs> hey, Rich, I am so happy to visit with you again. I really enjoyed our time together at Sacramento AgriCon and, you know, your and Paul McDowell sessions always get rave reviews. But um, here's an added bonus that I don't think Joel mentioned. We also got some great free photography, Joel, from Greenspan. <laughs> Rich, Rich took all those pictures and I used a lot of them in a newsletter a couple times ago. So, you know, my favorite word, free. Keep it going, Rich. We love that. Okay. <laughs> Happy to help. My only regret is that uh, I didn't get more pictures of our friends, the, the Peterson Farm Brothers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I tell you what, you, you did a great job. We appreciate it. So um, how are things going right now in our new world at Greenspan? You know, we're working from home at Ermi. Is everybody working from home there? Or what? You know, we're living pretty much on on team meetings and and Skype and stuff. What about you all? Yeah, that's interesting. Um, as claims adjusters for property damage, we grab our bags, rush to the policyholders' location to help them, and and we're practiced at working remotely from just about anywhere. Working effectively in the disaster area is normal for us, but of course, the part that's not normal is that at the moment the entire planet is basically a disaster area. Mm. Um, Thankfully, we have a really great IT department, and that got everybody up to speed in a hurry on the technology needed to work remotely. Video conferencing, collaboration software, screen sharing, VPNs, internet hotspots. Uh, part of the challenge, of course, is remembering the, the passwords for all of that. Um, and, and our management team came to the rescue with, uh, with background images from our headquarters so we can use that in video conference calls because nobody wants to see the packed bookshelf in our home office. <laughs> well, I, I can tell you it's been interesting at Ermi. We are really, you know, doing everything we can to keep, uh, you know, the the printers rolling and publishing and uh, preparing our conferences to go virtual. 
Um, and it, it's been interesting doing through things through team meetings. Uh, in Donna's first meeting, I don't even think she realized uh, <laughs> she was on camera. <laughs> no, you know what? We're not even going to bring that up, Rich. That's for another time, okay? <laughs> well, okay. So back to a great session that friends. you taught in Sacramento, Lessons from the Wildfire. In your session, you talked about how there's still business growth opportunities for those who can apply the lessons from the wildfires and adapt. What are some of those lessons? I really enjoyed teaching at the AgriCon in Sacramento, uh, particularly since the attendees asked a lot of good questions. And in my experience, an interactive class is more engaging than just a lecture. And so in a nutshell, uh, lessons from the wildfires are these. Massive wildfires required insurance companies to pay equally massive claims. In response, many companies are issuing less insurance in these wildfire regions. So the problem, of course, is how do homeowners and business owners insurance need, considering they're staying there anyway? Um, uh, first, there's a there's a um, one of the first things you can do, of course, is reduce the likelihood of a fire by removing combustibles from the property. And, and letting your insurance company know about that, your agent, and of course, they send that to underwriting and the like. Um, I've taught classes on this topic for the fire service at what they call FireWise community events. Um, second, find an independent broker who shares your can-do attitude. And, and the brokers, as you know, can search multiple insurance companies to find one that's willing to insure in that region. Another option, if all else fails, uh, for insuring wild and wildfire areas is called the California Fair Plan, and that's California Fair Access to Insurance Requirements. It's not a state agency; it's a risk pool. All of the insurance companies act business in the state. Uh, thankfully, insurance companies are coming back to wildfire areas. It's just such a big business opportunity. But they're requiring fire-resistant construction, which is not a bad idea, and we cover this in the class too. Great. Well, the you know wildfires have certainly changed the industry. There's been lots of talk about uh, I can't get coverage. What about uh, you know parametric uh, insurance coverages? The fair plan. So, can you touch on and give us a couple of examples? Really, the, the, the two biggest problems are underinsurance and then the increased cost of construction. Um, when a wildfire destroys many homes and businesses at once, obviously demand goes up for construction contractors. And then when demand goes up, prices go up. And so it's a perfect storm when people are underinsured and then that uh, crashes headlong into uh, price, prices going up, also known as surge pricing. And so policyholders feel squeezed. They are. Uh, they complain to legislators who then change the requirements for insurance companies. As you know, the insurance companies are then required to pay more than they had originally anticipated or budgeted for. And some try to balance this by reducing coverage in those reasons. You know, those unintended con consequences are a problem. Um, and it's important that insurance brokers are aware of these problems beforehand and can manage their clients' expectations. Hmm. Wow. I know that, um, Rich, in your work, you've seen some really horrific things. Um, what's some of the worst claims that you've come across? Well, we see people's life work go up in smoke, uh, sometimes literally, and we work to help them recover and rebuild as quickly as possible. 
everybody benefits when homeowners and business owners recover and remain part of our communities. Um, among the worst we see is when claim is derailed. That didn't have to be. Major claims are complex. And when somebody's home or business has just been destroyed, that's their last good night's sleep. And this is a difficult time to learn the new skills required for claims handling. One example is a claim um, with the Trinity River Lumber Company in the mountain town of Weaverville, California. The lumber mill suffered a multi-million dollar fire that shut down all operations. They had plenty of coverage, but the claim went sideways and it threatened their survival. Uh, the lumber mill is the largest employer in the town, and if they failed, the town of Weaverville might go down with them. Thankfully, their loggers met with our insurance nerds, and we were ultimately able to prepare, present, and negotiate a multi-million dollar claim settlement uh, with the insurance company for them. And so, no surprise, Trinity River now has a state-of-the-art lumber mill. All of their employees have jobs, and the town was saved. Uh, they love us, and, and they show that appreciating, appreciation by inviting us to speak and teach uh, at their logging conference every February. I get to spend my birthday every year up in the woods with loggers uh, where I'm invited to participate in their axe throwing competition. <laughs> and, and that's a true story. <laughs> I've seen that. It's scary and fun. <laughs> hey, Rich, you know, uh, you know, California, I think, would have the fifth largest GDP if it was its own own nation. And, you know, it, it's certainly a big territory for our agricultural clients and certainly read and heard about big premium increases and even non-renewals. And I think that was really before COVID. And, you, you know, you, you see some, you know, COVID changing the game too because of business interruption and, and the, the potential claims there. So I think it's got to be very difficult, whether it's a fire or any type of loss, that you're hit with a big premium increase due to no fault of your own or, um, you know, as an insured it, it, it kind of stings. So is that something you think that the, you know, Californians just feel like it comes with the territory or are you seeing pushback? Um, are you seeing legislative solutions? What are you, what are you seeing? I'm seeing Californians move to Texas. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. Um, I'm born and raised in San Francisco, California, and I know we have problem solvers here too, and, and we see it already. Um, specific with the, to the wildfires, um, the fire service has gotten really serious about fire-safe building codes, vegetation management, fuels reduction, and there have been a lot more prescribed burns. Um, they really have recognized that that uh, we have to get a little bit of smoke in the air to keep us from, from the big wildfires. At the same time, construction companies are getting up to speed with the new building codes and, and are building fire-resistant structures. And importantly, insurance companies are seeing all of these efforts and seeing them come to fruition and are beginning to feel comfortable about increasing their coverage here. And so we have carriers looking into the market and, of course, the carriers who are already admitted in California who are feeling more comfortable and increasing their limits and slowly going back into those areas where uh, coverage had been decreased. Cool, cool. So, you know, Rich, in this short time span from the Sacramento AgriCon, where it was just as the COVID-19 was hitting, we, you know, we've, we've seen even more disasters and what you spoke about with wildfire with this pandemic. So what lessons, um, you know, from past 
you know, disasters and, you know, being an adjuster and being involved, would you say we've, we've learned so far? Um, one of the most important is to have a good information technology person who can make sure that all the company's data is backed up remotely and can get everybody equipped and competent with working effectively from different locations. For all businesses, it's incredibly important to keep their list of customers, uh, their uh, business partners, their um, accounts receivable, and and their finances. Uh, a big specialty of ours at Greenspan is business income interruption and business income losses. And that's a huge portion that when, when a business goes down, it's human nature to think in terms of the structure and the equipment. But what frequently becomes the biggest challenge is the loss of income. And so having records to back that up, having records to put into the claim are incredibly important. And and on the note of, of resilience, um, we have a dozen offices across the Western states and California and the Western states are pretty much a natural disaster theme park. And so we're well-practiced at working effectively from just about anywhere. And and now a lot of companies are getting up to speed on that too. And it's that's really important. That's sort of a universal lesson long before COVID-19 and certainly um, an opportunity to, to practice that at length. You know what, you are so right about that, Rich. Um, you know, I know we've probably made our IT department crazy <laughs> since all <laughs> this started. Do you know what I mean? Uh, just, you know, how do I get on teams? What do I do for this? And, you know, oh my God, I can't make that work. So just thank God, you know, I can personally attest to how awesome Ermey's IT department is. Um, really, really necessary. You, you are so, so right. So um, for the agents, Rich, out there, okay, from a claims standpoint, what is your recommendation to them on what they can do up front to either stave off a claim with their insureds or make that claim once it comes an experience that's not terrible for the insured? Uh, the short answer of that is call us. Uh, mm -hmm. We give lots of free advice to agents and brokers based on our 75 years of successful claim handling experience for policyholders. Um, in the continuing education classes that we teach to insurance brokers, uh, Paul Migdal, whom you know, his mantra is know your client's business, know the risks, and know what coverages are available. And, and it's worth pointing out that uh, that along with Ermi Agricon, that was, uh, I think, Paul's 202nd continuing education class that he taught uh, to more than 3,500 brokers across the Western states and Hawaii. And wow. so um, so we're quite serious about brokers are able to call us and get free advice. That's, that's not our business. That's not how we get paid. But uh, we really like it when people are well insured and, um, and we like working with brokers when there's a claim. And so... Um, and so it's important for, for brokers when they, uh, when they do get to know their client's business uh, to offer the coverages and document the coverages that they've offered them. Um, everybody understands that clients are watching their budget and are, are price sensitive. And, and so it's just important that the brokers have offered all of the coverages available to them and the clients can pick what they need. And of course, if we can have one wish, please try to avoid co-insurance. It's always a challenge. Mm. Great. Wow. It's, uh, that's some good advice there. <laughs> and Rich, I just want to say how much, you know, we have personally enjoyed, uh, you speaking with us today. And, uh, as Donna said, and we all agree, we appreciate you being a 
your company being a sponsor of uh, the Ermi Agricons. You know, we personally have faced having to cancel a conference because of this COVID and, you know, experienced, you know, a significant, you know, dip in, you know, being able to meet with our customers and, and our clients and, and talk about issues. So this is one way, this podcast is one way that we can reach out to them and let them know, hey, you're available to call should they um, need some advice on this. And we, we appreciate that. And that's really the goal of ERMI. And I think our conference is to make a difference in the lives and livelihoods of, of individuals through our, through our insurance teaching and education. So thank you so much for uh, being with us today and for being a sponsor. Donna, Joel, thank you so much for having me. It was fun. And, and I look forward to spending time with you in person again at Ermi Agricon in Des Moines, Iowa. Plus, of course, they have great schnitzel in Des Moines, and I'm looking forward <laughs> to that, too. <laughs> Thank you, Rich. We really appreciate you. And I just want to invite everyone that Des Moines uh, conference that uh, you just mentioned is September 15th and 16th. And uh, you can register now to attend in person but also virtually. So we've worked really hard to create a virtual track for this conference and, and so that we know we can keep people safe if they don't feel comfortable traveling or they have company restrictions, whatever reason. Uh, anyone who wanted to attend in person but cannot, for whatever reason, can also attend virtually. And that's going to be exciting for us as well and, and uh, made possible by our sponsors. So thank you so much. And everybody have a great day. Hey, thanks for listening. Go to ermy.com for more information and be sure to subscribe there to Ermy Podcast for more talks like this and to be notified when a new episode is released.